everyone. Welcome to Mercy Talk. I am one of your hosts, Melanie Wise. And I'm your other host, Jen Otero. Mercy Talk is presented to you by Mercy Multiplied, a nonprofit Christian organization that is committed to seeing hope restored and lives transformed through the love and power of Christ. Since 1983, Mercy has helped thousands of young women break free from life-controlling behaviors and struggles through our free-of-charge, biblically-based residential program. That's right. And Mercy's outreach activities are designed to educate, equip, and empower men and women of all ages to live free and to stay free. So on Mercy Talk, we want to tackle real-life issues and everyday struggles that affect our lives by applying the same biblically-based principles of freedom that we've seen effectively change lives for 35 years. To find out more, go to mercymultiplied.com. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter at Mercy Multiplied. Well, we had so much fun last week chatting about some questions for 2018 that we had posed to you all, our listeners, and we had invited you to send in your thoughts and your responses to those questions. As we mentioned last week, you guys really showed up in a really big way, and we were so excited about it, and it was so fun and encouraging and challenging Mm -hmm. to listen or to read so many of your responses. Unfortunately, we got so many that we couldn't even fit them all into these two shows. (laughs) So I would say, though, if you did not join us last week, we talked about the first of the three questions that we had posed, which was, what is one thing that you could do this year to increase your enjoyment of God? Mm -hmm. And as we said last week, it was just really cool to see how different the responses were. Because you would think that, well, there's just all of the like standard things that Mm -hmm. people do to be closer to God. But just to see the uniqueness in it from person to person was was really cool. And I just think there were some ideas, honestly, that challenged me and that made me go like, wait, I should consider that. Yes. I need to adopt some of these ideas. It was really great. Yeah. I encourage you to go back and listen if you missed that one. And I'm excited, too, for today because that's going to continue looking Mm -hmm. through those responses to these questions questions. There's just so many thoughts, like I said last week, and I'll say it again, that I was like, wow, I never would have thought of that. And so it's just really, it's just a lot of fun. So Mm -hmm. this week, we are continuing to share our listener feedback on two additional questions, and those are this. The first one is, what is the single biggest time waster in your life, and what will you do about it this year? So not only what is it, but what are you going Mm -hmm. to do about it? The second question is, what's the single most important thing you could do to improve the quality of your family and or community life this year. So those are the two questions we're going to be hitting on today. Yeah. And we did not want to just throw out these questions to you all and be like, now you answer it because yes. clearly you all need to reflect Y'all on these do things. That. <laughs> we did them too. And so we are definitely wanting to share our thoughts mm-hmm. and lead out in that way yes. before sharing everybody else's. <laughs> um, so what we're going to do first is focus on the the second question on the list, which was the first one you just mentioned, um, what is the single biggest time waster in your life and what will you do about it this year? I don't think that's a question that you can ask someone and then be like, oh my goodness, I can't wait to think about that. Yeah. Because that'll make me feel great about myself. <laughs> like, it's just, it's, it's just kind of one that I think everyone goes like, oh. Yeah. Okay. So I'll just, I'm just going to go for it, Jen. Go, girl. You go. Um, you know, I, when I was trying to think through, okay, what sucks all of my time? Or like, what is it that just seems like a time sucker that isn't really good or beneficial? And I'm going to be honest, like, I couldn't really come up with any one specific thing. Mm-hmm. What I 
discovered as I was reflecting on this was that there's actually just a specific time of day right. that seems to be very unproductive in any way. And now you're talking to someone who wants to get a million things off the list all the time and can never rest. But I'm telling you, it's not. it wasn't just unproductive in that I didn't get a lot of tasks done. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't productive spiritually, relationally, emotionally. Like there was just really nothing good or beneficial coming out of that time. And it is just that time that's right after dinner mm-hmm. and before going to bed, which is a it's usually a good, a good chunk. chunk of time. Yeah, it's a good chunk of the day. Um, and so we, so um, it's just my husband and I, we don't have kids right now. And so like we will finish dinner and then usually we'll just kind of migrate over, sit on the couch. <laughs> migrate. And like got the TV going. Sometimes we're watching it, sometimes we're not. If it's the voice... Or this is us. We will be watching. Right outside of that, it's just going to be on. Mm-hmm. If there's any sort of game on, that's going to be up. Like we'll be on our laptops. We'll just be doing random things here, or there. Like there's not really one specific thing that's going on. But it just doesn't ever feel like that's a good use of our mm-hmm. day, that time. And so it's funny because a lot of the other goals I set for the year started to kind of help with that very specific thing. So. I am committing to Tuesday and Thursday night classes at the Y. Go, girl. Watch out. I did it last week, and my body hates me. <laughs> and I love it. It's awesome. So, like, I'm That's going like to a You were limping class. down the hall. Oh, yeah. You noticed that. That's great. Um, so, I literally on two nights a week now I don't get home till an hour and a half later than I used to so we get dinner started a little bit later that already cuts into the evening which is a good thing Mm -hmm. but then my husband and I just have some hobbies and some things that we love to do that we've really wanted to spend more time on um like learning the guitar yeah we got it we got an online little subscription to some guitar lessons and so like we have goals set for that like we're gonna knock out this many in a week and like so having some of those goals and some of those things set in is really using up a lot of that time in a good and beneficial way. So mm-hmm. um, so that's what I'm going to do about it. I'm just going to start planning other things into my day that actually take that time, but yeah. they're beneficial and are good for me at some level. So I love it. So there you go. I don't know if that's a good answer to that question. No, I think that's a brilliant. (laughs) Now, I will say, as we posed this question about the biggest time waster, I was absolutely sure, 100%, that we would get lots of like social media responses Uh because, I mean, I think for everybody, that's where our brain goes. And we did. I also have to add that my response, personally, was also social media. <laughs> just happened to be. Being on the phone and yeah. really just going, okay, Lord, that feels like kind of a funny response, maybe even a little lame, because, you know, you kind of are like, I'm smarter than this. Like, I know that I should not be wasting so much time just trolling on my phone or yeah. just, you know. But I think for me, I realize, like, in the moments where I'm home and maybe a little overwhelmed, like, my one-year-old has just completely ran through my whole house and it's just chaos or just those moments where I'm just tired or what it becomes a little bit of an escape Mm -hmm. even you know how easily I've noticed my little finger going up on the Instagram icon on Mm -hmm. my phone and then just scrolling I'm not on there for any specific purpose I'm not checking on a friend I just need to check out for a minute I am absolutely escaping in my mind from the chaos that is ensuing around me for no reason but mm-hmm. the problem is, and even one of our listeners said this, he's like, the problem is I'll jump on for, even he has purpose to it. Maybe he'll jump on for two minutes, but then it becomes 20 minutes. Yep. And that's where the time wasting kind of happens. So I'm calling myself out on this. And really what I feel like I need to do as I 
need to take off those icons for a little while. Mm-hmm. And if I'm going to get on, I'm actually going to get on my computer, mm-hmm. on the internet. Old school. Old school. Yeah. That there's an intentionality that I'm actually getting on Instagram for a specific reason yeah. or it's time that I'm, because it's not, social media is not a bad thing. We've had those conversations sure. even on Mercy Talk before. It's not a bad thing. But for me, it's a time waster and it's a, it's an escape that, can you imagine the things that I could be praying about in that moment instead of going to Instagram, for instance? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to take those off my phone and be more intentional. But also, I think for me, even throughout the night, just for a lot of reasons, I have my phone on me a lot and I need to just start tucking it aside and being fully engaged That's because, good. you know, those emails can wait and those text messages can wait. But it's so easy for that just to be kind of come part of your physical body yeah. as you go through your day. And so when I come in from my hours at Mercy and head into the afternoon or whatever, I'm going to start putting my phone down and kind of getting it away so that I kind of retrain myself a little mm-hmm. bit at the start of so the year. Good. It's just it's those little tweaks that make you uncomfortable at first because then you realize, oh my gosh, how much have I really been clicking on this or the time that I've been wasting? So mm-hmm. you all have heard me now. You can hold me accountable <laughs> to doing this. I mean, isn't it funny that like just the idea, like literally when you just said putting my phone away when I get home, like mm-hmm. gave me anxiety inside. <laughs> like, isn't it crazy how much, how yes. hard that is for us to wrap our minds around mm-hmm. but how long we survived without it? It's true. And I would say that if people are listening and going like, well, there's no way I'm deleting those apps. Mm -hmm. That's just not going to happen. So I would even say for any of you who just heard Jen say that she was deleting the apps from her phone and you thought there is just no way in the world I will ever do that. Would you at least consider what I did a few months ago by moving all of the social media apps to the very, very, very last screen on my phone? Right. And I am telling you, I cannot believe how much less I mm-hmm. check it because it's not right on my home screen right. at the ready. You have to scroll. Yeah. Like literally it's the only thing on that last page. Yeah. Like if I'm going here it's because I'm going to social media and it just makes me think twice about mm-hmm. it. It's harder to get there. It's not as easy, quick on the draw. So yeah. That's so I would true. just encourage you to consider that at least. And I think for me too, looking at this time waster also we've had the conversation as a family and we're continuing to, how often do I look up in the middle of the evening in my living room and my husband's on his phone and my 13 year old's on her mm-hmm. phone and I'm on my, and we are not talking, we're not connecting. There's just nothing happening of any value whatsoever. Sounds like it's kind of the same time of day as you, Mel. <laughs> we're does. all just kind of vegging out at that point in the day. Yep. But there's, I think for me, there's going to be that ripple effect even into family that if I have my phone away, I'm going to be that much more aware of the fact that they don't and for us to really work on that as a family. Mm-hmm. So, yay. I will bring in some Good. listener responses now so I don't feel yeah. so alone in this. <laughs> Anna also spoken and she kept it very short and sweet. She said, Facebook, period. There it is. I need to limit the times of day that I check it and how long I stay on. Bam. There it mm-hmm. is. Because it really, it's not that it's a bad thing. It's a matter of going, how much am I allowing this to intrude into my life? Some of the other similar areas that were listed as biggest time wasters included TV, Netflix, video games, news websites, and other forms of social media, as I mentioned. Instagram. Mm-hmm. Lots of that going There's on for all people. Of it. Yeah. All of the above. Yeah. Well, you know, I think the the real kicker for this specific question was that second half of it. Mm-hmm. That wasn't just like, what is it? But yeah. what you gonna do about it? And I just, I, I like, I'm always so much about this. Like, it's not just about calling something out or wishing something was different, but like, what right. is your plan? What mm-hmm. are you going to do about it? Um, 
And so we got some really good responses on that and some really good ideas. Um, One person, um, Grant, said that he was going to fill that time that he was using on media Mm -hmm. games and things like that with just some things that he has been feeling that God wants him to do more, which is writing, learning guitar, and learning Spanish. Yeah. Three very specific things. That will just further and better him, too. Absolutely. so Um, good. Someone else said setting better boundaries around that time, including... Exactly what you just said, putting their phones away and turning the TV off during meals and family time. Mm-hmm. My own husband and I have a cell phone basket at the dinner table. <laughs> it's like, like Chick fil A. Adults. <laughs> they have cell phone baskets? They have. Some of them have the little plastic things you put your. And Genius. then I think you get free dessert or something. Right? Yes. Oh, saying. I love that. <laughs> Maybe we'll start adopting the dessert part as well. I like that idea. Um, but, you know, oh my goodness, just the intentionality of at least around the dinner table, can we all please put our phones in this basket yeah. and we'll get it back later. But I loved that. Um, another listener added that he's going to set a specific checklist for his morning routine mm-hmm. that does not include anything online. He said that, I think this is the one you were referring yep. to earlier, he said that two minutes of checking something online quickly becomes 20. I am all about routine mm-hmm. and like having a morning routine and an evening routine. And I will say that's one of the other things that has really helped with that dead time for yeah. me in my day. So I have a nightly routine now and I want to get these following things that's done so in preparation for the next day. And that takes up 15, 20 minutes of every evening. And so I just love that idea that he said, like he's created a routine that does not include any yes. of those things. So I thought that was great. It just puts it in its space. Yeah. You know, it's just so good. So in, in addition to all of these biggest time wasters, just really in that media area, we were really, really blessed to see some other things come through, as I've mentioned, um, that people saw wasting their time, but mm-hmm. even on an emotional level, mm-hmm. which I thought was really good. Listener Laura shared that the biggest time waster for her is this emotional pain over things I have no control. I plan to let it go in love and turn over the person or the worry to God's hands for his timing. And I just thought that was such an amazing reminder of how easily we can get all wound up and all fixated on things Mm -hmm. that we cannot control and how we put so much energy and time into those very things that on an emotional level, our time is spent without us even consciously realizing it, all the time and emotion and energy that's spent on thinking on those things or wishing those things were different or doing the what ifs and the, mm-hmm. the whys and all of these different things that when we begin to lay that stuff down and surrender it and forgive and really begin to give the Lord the control that he already has that we genuinely don't have, suddenly we're freed up to be able to go, yeah, there's now my mindset is focused mm-hmm. on life and moving forward and the things that I actually have control over. So I just thought that was such a yeah. good reminder that has nothing to do with the outward things. It's very much the inward things. And so, Laura, thank you for that and just your vulnerability on that because it would be easy to kind of stay in some of these other things that we're talking about that are genuine, but to really have that level of awareness for yourself to go, yeah, this is a lot of time being wasted mm-hmm. in my head and my heart on these yeah. things that I can't control. Yeah, I loved some of these responses that we got that were so far outside of anything I would have ever dreamed of for that specific question. Yeah. One of the ones that I loved was from listener Jelena, mm-hmm. who mentioned that a huge time waster for her was worrying. Yeah. I'm like, oh, 
goodness. I mean, I don't think I would have ever thought about that in relation mm-hmm. to that question. But then I was really interested to know what she said for the second part of the question. Mm-hmm. So what are you going to do about that? Because if you can come up with the solution to worrying, right. that's going to be helpful for a lot of people. <laughs> but she just said that that's a huge time waster. And what she's going to start doing is turning those worries into prayers. Yeah. Period. Of the end. Like as the worries creep in. Instead of dwelling on the worry, just turning it straight into a prayer. And mm-hmm. I just I just love that idea. So, 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 so good. good. Well, the last question that we posed for everyone to reflect on for 2018 was this. What's the single most important thing you could do to improve the quality of your family or community life this year? So, Mel, do you want to kick that one off? Yeah. So, of course... <laughs> Overachiever had to do both. I'm like, family and community, not or for me, both. (laughs) So for family, I just thought about how, you know, it's funny. My husband and I have been married now for just over two years. And I, of course, had this picture in my head that like, we're going to do Bible studies all the time with each other. We're going to pray together every single night and it's going to be great. Anybody who's married over 20 years right now is laughing laughing really really loud right now. Mm -hmm. But I did talk to my husband about us really committing to two nights a month, like on a marriage night. Like, oh, I love that. And we're going to either, we're going to just do what we want to do. If we want to do a book together, we'll do a book together. If there's a study, if there's a video series or whatever, but just putting it on the calendar at the beginning of every single month, two mm-hmm. nights that we're both going to be home. His schedule's crazy. So trying to find a night where we're both there is kind of hard sometimes, but um, putting those on the calendar and protecting them. Like yeah. this is for me and my spouse and this is for us to build in our relationship with each other so we're gonna do that we're gonna really commit to that um, this next year and then for community um, we just moved into a new neighborhood back in August and we have been so excited to find out that um the neighbors that moved in on either side of us because there were three homes that got built together and so all of us moved in at the same time and we've all met each other and hung out with each other and they're all Christians which is crazy Um, but as we've been talking it's like one of our neighbors the other day said I don't think it's coincidence that all three families that moved into these homes love Jesus and I was like you're right and he his (laughs) wife said we've been thinking about maybe starting a Bible study maybe in the neighborhood and I just kept came out of my chair. I was like, that sounds amazing. Like, who does that? You know, but just to engage our neighborhood and our neighbors and to start a Bible study. I mean, I'm just going to keep pressing forward with that. I'm not going to let that idea die. Like, we're doing this. Um, But... I just have really felt a strong call to like connect with my like physical neighborhood community mm-hmm. um, and to really answer that call for loving your neighbor like literally like right. my next door neighbor and the so one across great. the street. Um, so yeah. <laughs> with. I think for me it was an overall intentionality about face to face time mm. which I felt like went into every area. So for my husband and I we've been married 15 years now and we've never been super great about dating. There's all sorts of mm-hmm. reasons for that. Busy kids, whatever. But oddly enough, we're in a season now with our 13-year-old and our one-year-old that we have a built-in babysitter now. And mm-hmm. so we have lots of time after bedtime at seven where my 13-year-old does homework or hangs out and we just head out for a little while. And where we live, there's lots of cool places you can go within five, 10 minutes. So we can leave, go do our thing, have peace if we're needed, mm-hmm. like I was last night, <laughs> right after we ordered our appetizer, had to get in the car and go home to put the baby back to bed. Mm-hmm. But it worked and we're able to get our time. So we're really intense about going, okay, at least once a week, awesome, which is massive for us. We're going to start getting out, even if it's just for an hour, hour and a half. And we're going to be intentional about not talking about the children <laughs> or bills or things mm-hmm. of that sort. We're just going to 
cast vision and talk about things of the day and just really connect. So that's, that's been great. already happening and it's just been so fun. The other thing I really feel really the Lord's challenged me with is getting intentional face-to-face time with my friends. I have such a wonderful network of women who love Jesus mm-hmm. and we're constantly in texting, we're praying for each other, but really going, okay, how do I begin building in, even if it's a couple times a year, like some retreat time where we take a day and a half and we just go, or even an overnight thing, or really going, let's get coffee. Let's not just talk on the phone, being intentional about just face-to-face time. Yeah, And I think even on a family level that, as I've already mentioned, putting the phones away, just being intentional about that face-to-face time. Because I think especially in this time and culture, everything can become so quick and over the phone and over text and it feels very disconnected. And so I just am really feeling like intentionally I want to be much more face-to-face connected in that way. And not just always hiding behind the text or the phone. Like there's just a real intentionality that I'm excited about. Awesome. So that's where we're going. Well, as we wrap up the show today. I want to make sure that we share a few of these listener responses to this specific question. Um, Again, we got some really great responses and some some great ideas Mm -hmm. for people. Um, I loved the response from listener Alex. He said, um, my wife and son and I are going to be sure to spend at least 30 to 60 minutes per day having face-to-face time as a family outside of meal times. So good. We plan to play board games or just talk. It's too easy to get drawn into our devices or to do separate chores. We always feel closer when we make the time to connect. And this year, it will be a priority. 30 to 60 minutes, like mm-hmm. half an hour. Yeah. We can do it, y'all. Like, we can it, do it. It really can be done. Uh, maybe not every single night of the week, but like outside of dinner time, just mm-hmm. having some fun together or that conversation time. I just, I loved it's it. so good. That was great. Well, Sam, one of our graduates also said, she believe, said, I believe the single most important thing I can do this year to improve the quality of my family community is being way more intentional of reaching out and focusing more time, looking outward instead of inward. I also believe that this goes hand in hand with being present in my my everyday interactions, being a Mary instead of a Martha. If there's anything this year has taught me, it's that it's so easy to get so caught up in our busy lives that we forget that this is all so temporary and that there are so many people in our daily lives that we can encourage and that can even be an encouragement to us. I really want to be more relationship minded this year and focus on actually grabbing coffee with people instead of settling for a little text or always pushing it aside. There it is again. You and me, Sam, we're on the same page there, sister. Mm, Just being intentional. Another listener, Anna, said, pray. Strategic, faith-filled prayers and at times interceding for my family will make all the difference for this year. Mm. So good. Mm -hmm. And Jolena added, listen, instead of thinking about what I will say next, really show I care by simply listening. Mm, How often are we those people who's like hearing, but we're not really listening. We're already on to what we're going to say or the next thing that needs to be discussed, but really just stopping and going, I'm going to take in everything that you are sharing with me right now and how that just totally communicates our care for people. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So great. And we got so many, um, we don't have time to go through all of them, but I loved, you know, there were a couple of listener Grant said, I want to find a place at my church where God would want me to get involved and to serve. Mm -hmm. Um, Lissa said something similar. She said, finding a way for our family to give back 
in our community. Mm-hmm. So another listener said something about becoming active in a small group at their church. Um, so just so, so many different awesome things that we've heard back from you all. And um, man, I'm excited yeah. about just the response that we got and wanting to do more of this. Yes. Because I think you guys hear from Jen and Melanie a lot, mm-hmm. but a we lot want you words. to hear from each other as well. <laughs> yes. And I just am thinking for how many of the responses spoke to us personally and encouraged us and challenged us. Mm-hmm. Like, would those need to get shared? Yeah. And so we're going to probably do more of this, you guys. So keep mm-hmm. listening in and man, get involved. We just love hearing yeah. from you and feel like if this feels like a little mercy talk community mm-hmm. now. And I love that. And so, we've also decided that we have like the best listeners. It's true. Ever. And you are them. That's so true. we appreciate you. Thank you all. <laughs> and for all of you who've listened, I just hope that you've been encouraged and challenged um, as well and that you just have an awesome start to 2018. We hope you enjoyed the show today. If you have any thoughts or questions about what we discussed, or if you'd like to share your ideas for future podcast topics, please let us know by emailing us at mercytalk at mercymultiply.com. And if you're enjoying Mercy Talk, be sure that you go to Apple Podcasts to subscribe and to leave us a five-star review. We also want to remind you that Mercy Multiplied and Mercy Talk are funded solely by donors and we are so thankful for the support of so many people all over the country and even the world. So please consider supporting this free programming by giving a gift at mercymultiplied.com and don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter at Mercy Multiplied. Thanks for listening today and we hope you'll join us next week.